I'm Ashley. And I'm Lacey. And this is United States of Murder's very own Wacky Wednesday. We finally made it. Wacky Wednesday 40. Yay! I wish it was 40 degrees. Oh my gosh. I will never complain about it being cold. You've heard it here, folks. Never again. Every year, it's just worse. It really is. I think it's because I'm getting older and fatter. It's just in the 100s all the time. I remember back in the day, okay, I used to go to the county fair at the end of August. Not it, the county fair. The county fair, it was a few hours north from here, of course. But I was wearing flannel at night and being chilly. Mm-mm. Not no more. No, it's so, hot. It's not no degrees. more. Not no more. Happy August. I know, and it's it's very hot. And school starts back for Max in two weeks. Holy crap. This is the last year of elementary school. When do they... He'll go to middle school. What's middle? Middle is fifth and sixth. Oh, my gosh. He, wait. He's going to be a fourth grader. He's fourth. He's going into fourth. He's going so this into is his four. last elementary, and then he'll go to middle school, and it's fifth and sixth. So he'll be with kids he's never met before. And I asked him the other day, <laughs> even though it's a year away, I was like, how do you feel about going to middle school? He's like, I'm nervous. Well, like my school, we didn't have that. It was all the same. Right. The same tiny little campus, the same... Kids I've seen forever. So he will go to fifth and sixth, and then seventh and eighth grade is together, and then there's freshman academy is the ninth grade, and it's at a different school. So all the ninth graders, they have their own school. Oh. Yeah. So he'll go elementary. Why are there so many more? So Because there were 2,000 kids in their graduating class last year. There's there's nine elementary schools where we live. So it's, oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. So there's nine. So there's north, south, east, west, um, stagecoach. um, My mind is blown. Yeah, there's nine. Coming from a class of 50 and some change. And then, so depending on what side of town you live on is which elementary school you go to. And then Middle school, fifth and sixth grade, there's two. So there's like the north side and the mm-hmm. south side. Do you have school choice in your county? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, honestly. Um, and then the seventh and eighth grade are in together. And then oh I've already been looking up schools and I'm not should. even joking for my, my now fetus. I'm like, where are you going to go to middle school? <laughs> well, and then, you know, 10th, 11th, and 12th is the senior high. So they'll be at the senior high. Oh my gosh. That's just hard for me to wrap my mind around. But like I said, their senior class was like almost 2,000 kids. They have it at the, it's not Verizon anymore, but that's where they have it at. Oh my gosh. And you only get four tickets, like four tickets per kid. We didn't even have tickets. It's like I think you, you I maybe I, I don't have a kid graduating. I, I've just heard from other yeah. parents who have had kids graduated in the past. That, I mean, or, that sounds right. I mean, if there's that many many students, oh, can you uh, imagine how long that graduation is? I'm an M. We'll be there forever. Uh, <laughs> take them and run after. after yes, the you, no. you better hurry up. Um, you're like I'm. I'll be out back oh, with my Tito's. Exactly. Grand bring that inside uh, in my Sonic cup. How many stories do you have? One. I have I have one. Mine's kind of long. Do you want me to go first? Yes. Do it. It's super weird. Okay. I'm here for and it. And I'm, I'm going to mispronounce everything. That's what they want Lacey's from us. sister-in-law. <laughs> Is it from England? No, it's not. 
Okay. It's from Russia. Well, then she won't know. No, I'm just – I don't right. know. Okay. So Anatoly Moskvin was brilliant. He spoke 13 languages. He traveled extensively and taught at a college level and was a journalist in Russia's fifth largest city. He was considered an expert on local cemeteries in the town that he lived in in Russia. Just kidding. But it turned out he was digging up deceased children and turning them into living dolls. In 2011, he was arrested after the bodies of 29 girls between the ages of 3 and 25 were found mummified in his apartment. What? Yes. So, so he, they're like still corpses. They're not even skeletons. No. They're, mm-hmm. I don't want to, they're not I know fresh, yeah. but like they still have skin. Yes. Oh my gosh. So he says his obsession with the macabre started in 1979 when he was 13. He talked about how a group of men in black suits stopped him on his way home from school. They were en route for a funeral for the funeral of an 11-year-old girl named Natasha, and they drug him along to her coffin where they forced him to kiss the little girl's corpse. So oh. she's 11 and he's 13 when this oh happens. Oh, my God. Allegedly happens. He says, I kissed her once, oh. then again, then again. Ew. Oh. Oh. The girl's grieving mother then put a wedding ring on my finger and a wedding ring on her dead daughter's finger. My strange marriage with Natasha was useful, he said. He said it led to the belief in magic and ultimately the fascination of the dead. Oh, I can't even. He eventually earned an advanced degree in Celtic studies, a culture whose mythology often blurs the lines between life and death. The historian also mastered 13 languages and was a many times published scholar. From 2005 to 2007, he claimed to have visited 752 cemeteries, which I don't think is weird because I like cemeteries. Well, yeah, you're not kissing No, the, the I'm not digging anybody up, no. Ugh. He took detailed notes on each one and dove into the histories of those people buried there. Yeah. I, my mind is blown by this. I'm... He posted a documentary series on his travels and discoveries entitled... Great walks around cemeteries and what the dead said. He even said he spent one night sleeping in a coffin ahead of a deceased person's funeral. Oh my gosh. That's like, mm. So his observations were more than just observations. And in 2009, locals began to discover the graves of their loved ones desecrated and sometimes completely dug up. It would be bad no matter what, but to be children, Girl, come on. It, it, I, that's just a whole different level. So they're looking into this for like two yeah. years, and the leads are going nowhere. Graves continue to be desecrated. No one knows why. A break in the investigation came following a terrorist attack at the airport in Moscow in 2011 when authorities heard reports of Muslim graves being desecrated. Investigators were led to the cemetery where someone was painting over pictures of dead Muslims, but not damaging anything else. This is where Anatoly was finally caught. Eight police officers went to his apartment after they apprehended him at the graves of the Muslims and gathered evidence. 
and what they found there shocked them all. He was 45. He lived in an apartment with his parents. He was lonely and kind of a pack rat. Authorities found life-size doll-like figures throughout the apartment. They looked kind of like antique dolls, like the porcelain dolls. This is American Horror Story. It is. They wore fine and varied clothing. Some wore knee-high boots. Others had makeup on their faces and were covered in fabric. He hid their hands in fabric, too, probably because they were, except they're not dolls. They're mummified corpses of human girls. Mm -mm. Police moved one of the bodies, and it played music. Inside the chest, he had put music boxes. So disturbed. Yes. What the? Hmm. There were photographs and plaques taken off of gravestones, doll-making manuals, and maps of local cemeteries all around the apartment. Police discovered that the clothes worn by the mummified corpses were the clothes that these little girls were buried in. Police not only found music boxes inside their bodies, but also toys, so they would make sounds when he touched them. Ugh. There were also personal belongings and clothing inside some of the girls. Like, he'd stuff them. He cut them open and put, like, stuff that was left at their headstones. One mummy had a piece of her own gravestone with her name scrawled on it stuffed inside her body. You win for wackiest story I've ever heard in my life. It's crazy. Another girl contained a hospital tag with a date and cause of her death on it. And a dried human heart was found inside the third body. Oh my gosh. He admitted that he would stuff the decaying corpses with rags. He would wrap nylon tights around their faces or fashion doll faces onto them. He would insert buttons or toy eyes into their eye sockets so that they could watch cartoons with him. Buttons is a scary thought. Yeah. Oh, gosh. He said he mostly loved his girls, but there were a few dolls in his garage that he claimed to have grown to dislike. Ugh. 29. There's 29 of these bodies in there. Ugh. He said he dug up the graves of the girls because he was lonely, single, and his biggest dream was to have children. And in Russia, adoption agencies wouldn't let him adopt because he didn't make enough money. So, well, I mean, he sounds like someone that didn't need to adopt, but... He says he was waiting on science to figure out how to bring back the dead. Uh, When you've removed, okay, yeah, you've put music boxes inside. Well, they're embalmed. They're not. They're not. Yeah, you can no. Oh my lord! Someone so smart is so. I don't even know. So in the meantime, he preserved the girls by mixing salt and baking soda. He celebrated their birthdays as if they were his own children. His parents claimed they knew nothing about this. I call bullshit on that. It was a tiny apartment. You can look up the pictures and see were they these close? dolls. I mean, maybe they were like didn't go over there. That, I don't know. No, they lived together. Oh my god! In, a, in an apartment, maybe the size of like Yancey's first apartment. They lived together. Yeah, with his parents. You've got to smell something. That you've got to smell something. Well, I mean, they're. He's working on them. Now, where is he working on them? They're proud to be like his bedroom or the garage or something. You're going to smell something. I mean, when he brings them from the grave. But if they're embalmed, I mean, you would smell the formaldehyde, I would think. Anyway. I just can't assume. 
that something. Mm-mm. His parents said they saw the dolls, but didn't specific, blah, 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 but did not suspect that they were actually dead bodies. He, you know, they just thought that this was his hobby. But also, hey, they didn't he see anything wrong with it. Lives at cemeteries. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Where's he getting these freaking life size dolls? Shoes in his apartment did match footprints found near the the desecrated graves. Authorities discovered 29 life-size dolls, like I said, ranging from 3 to 25. One of them he had had for nine years. Nine years. That's as long as my child has been alive. Oh, my gosh. He was charged with a dozen crimes, all of which (laughs) dealt with desecration of graves. The Russian media called him Lord of the Mummies. And in court, he confessed to 44 counts of abusing graves and dead bodies. He said to the victim's parents, you abandoned your girls. Oh. I brought them home and warmed them up. Oh, okay. That's illegal. No one can do that, sir. And I would Mm-mm. like jump him. This is one of those <laughs> cases saying. where you like, you see them lunge in court. Yes. And I don't, I don't blame them. Okay. So he was diagnosed with schizophrenia and sentenced to time in a psych ward following his sentence. But as of September, this is an old case. So this is September of 2019. He was faced with the opportunity to continue psychiatric treatment at home. Don't let, what? No. So since his prosecution, several of his colleagues quit their collaborations with him. Thank God. His parents live in isolation because their entire community has ostracized them. Of course. She says that, you know, his mother said that she suggested that her and her husband just kill themselves, but her husband refused. That's awful. That is awful. If they genuinely didn't know and also they didn't, they did not do anything wrong. No. But that's. He allegedly told the authorities, don't bother reburying them because when I get out, I'm just going to go digging them back up. And they're no remorse. Letting no, him. There's no remorse. Get yeah, from home. Yeah, no. So one of the victims' mothers says, "I still find it hard to grasp the scale of his sickening work." But for nine years, he was living with my mummified daughter in his bedroom. I had her ten years. He had her for nine. Um, that uh, that's awful. feels like someone kicked me in my throat. That is so sad. If they release him, a parent's going to kill him. Horrifying. And I can't even imagine how awful and heartbreaking it is to lose a child to begin with. No. Yeah. But then to find out that their little body has been dug up and nobody knows where it is. And then you find out that some fucking weirdo took them and stuffed them like a doll and put a music box inside them. That is so awful. It's I have no words. Like, this is one of the most disturbing Depraved. disturbing just, things I've yeah, ever read. It's, it's awful. It's beyond creepy. It's like a horror movie. I can't believe this is a real thing that happened in your yeah. life. Well, mm-hmm. it, it reminds me of that case that happened in Florida. Um, the man with the doll. Carl. In Key West. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Then it was the girl that he had the crush on and he stuffed yeah. her and kept her. Yeah. So weird. I thought my wacky was going to be... Wackier. Most wacky and depraved, but you did it. You stumped me. I'm done. No more wackies. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, wow. I'm speechless. It's awful. Very awful. Wow. Well, I was having a hard time this week, so you helped me out and sent me a wacky article. I don't know where you find these. I have never even heard about it. It happened in South Korea in the end of May of this year. So you've obviously 
at least know the headlines. I'm telling you, I must follow some weird shit. You must. I have a hard time finding them. You're like, I have a backlog. I have a backlog. A A 23-year-old woman who was obsessed with true crime killed her female tutor just out of curiosity. See, I just read the headline, Uh and it did not say that. It just said, female true crime fan murder. And I was like, oh, I'm going to save this and read this for later. Oh, cool. On Wednesday, May 31st, police in the city of, I'm sorry, Yusin? Sure. Yusin, I'm sorry. Let's it's just mispronounce it. I, I, look, they arrested Jung Yu Jung, and she was indicted on a murder charge that following Friday. The police said Young was found to have premeditated the crime driven by a desire to kill someone after she became obsessed with murder from TV programs and books. That's like people that blame music. Music, yeah. exactly. And that may have been true. Yeah, maybe she was obsessed with true crime, but she had other issues going on. You're not so just... So are we, but we're not exactly like, going to act on it. I like to read about it. I don't do it. of quote-unquote obsessed people with true crime don't murder people, so I'm just saying. Yeah. Police haven't publicly identified the victim, but she was a freelance female tutor that Young allegedly found online. She allegedly, this is Young, posed as the mother of a ninth grader who wanted her daughter to learn English from a private tutor. So she's pretending she has a daughter. And three months before the slaying, she searched online for tips on how to hide a corpse. Her phone records reveal this. Like, girl, you don't watch don't, enough true crime, I don't think. Don't Google anything. <laughs> <laughs> she borrowed books from the library mm-hmm. and watched true crime shows to learn how to kill someone. And she was looking into how to fatally stab someone. She had also searched for family member murder on her phone. Yeah, I don't know. Before committing the crime and even foretold her crimes in a phone call with her father. Yeah. She spoke to him for two hours on the phone, confessing her discontent to her father three days before she committed the crime, and it was revealed she said, I will do something bad, then you will suffer. After I commit something bad, I will commit suicide. She also made statements such as, quote, I felt betrayed after my father remarried. I felt frustrated because I had to continue living with my grandfather, whom I did not get along with. There are some bigger problems out there. I mean, you can't just blame a divorce and, you and know. murder somebody. No. Two days before the stabbing, she contacted the tutor and said she would send her daughter to her house for a consultation. Young showed up at the victim's house pretending to be this daughter, wearing a school uniform she bought online. She is short and she does look young. I mean, she's only 23 in the first place. She right. looks young. And so, of course, it would have been possible for her tutor to think she was a middle-aged kid. Sure. The tutor let her inside, and that's when Young stabbed her. She proceeded to stab her 110 more times. Oh, my gosh. How do you stab somebody that many times? And a a petite woman, her first, I don't know. So was this this tutor, was she American? They haven't revealed her identity. So, she didn't know English, obviously, but I mean... Yeah, a lot of people do. Yeah. So, then she dismembered her body. And anyone who wants to dismember someone is deeply disturbed. Stabbing seems like the worst to me, personally. 
and to want to stab someone that many times and then cut their body apart Listen, and not just throwing up. I made chicken parmesan last night oh, and I, I had to even, handle that yeah. raw chicken and I was audibly. I used two I, forks. Uh-uh. I haven't touched a raw chicken breast in like five years. Well, I mean, like I had to get it out of the bag after it was well, thawed out and it was I all. Would ask Samuel I Samuel to do it. Well, I, I don't have it. a Samuel. I don't have well, a nobody. Bacon? Ooh, oh, raw bacon. I can't. I, I'm audibly gagging to the point where Max is laughing and I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't. But I'm gagging. I'm like, I hate it. That's why I rarely ever cook anything with meat in it i haven't bought meat hamburger meat doesn't bother me but like i can't do raw meat anything chickeny i'm like i'm not a vegetarian Mm -hmm. but if i have to get near raw meat i don't even like shopping there in the grocery store it smells bad i'm out peace out if it's got like a bone or a fat or a skin or anything um i don't even like hamburger meat i can't hamburger meat doesn't bother me pork chops steaks Mm. handling that doesn't bother me not that i handle it a lot but Chicken sends me. It's, <sighs> yeah, it's mm-hmm. not good. No. It's not good. Shit, I forgot my eggs at work. Sorry. Your eggs? You're getting them from a local chicken? <laughs> There's a, oh, my gosh. He works with me. The chicken does. No, um, <laughs> a girl I work with has a farm and has oh, chickens, and so she'll bring okay. me eggs. And she's I like, don't forget that. your chicken eggs. And I'm like, I'm not. And I just remembered uh, them at 7 p.m. Whoopsie. Somebody will steal them. It's fine. I'm, I'm about to be on vacation anyways. Yeah, that's true. Don't worry about your eggs. Sorry, continue. So she dismembered her. She used bleach and garbage bags that she purchased from a nearby grocery store. She's not a very good this true is, crimer. I know, like, she's obsessed with true crime and murder, and she's watching all these things for, but she's doing the worst job ever. I mean, got, I'm glad. I've got bleach in trash cans at my house, it's a staple. You're I use bleach all the time. Same. I have both of those things, but you're going to a store, a nearby store, right before you murder someone. Anyway, she put the body parts in a suitcase. Then, get this, she took a taxi with her and the suitcase. She took a taxi to a wooded area near the Nakdong River and left the bath. That's not suspicious. Can you just drop me off right over here in these woods? She gets back in the taxi. I'll be right back. And goes home. That's exactly what happened. She kept the tutor's phone ID and wallet because she wanted it to seem like she went missing. You're just placing a bag beside a river. You're not even, like, throwing it it in. So, allegedly, the taxi driver saw a remaining part of the victim's body. (gasps) In his car? At her house. At her house. How? I don't know. Like, it was in her backpack? I mean, she dismembered it and all this stuff. Maybe, I don't know. But, obviously... Something was amiss because they called the police, Mm-mm. this taxi driver. And then at first, Young said she killed the woman after they'd gotten into an argument. Then her family was like, tell the truth. And the police started poking holes in her story, so she confessed to everything. She said she feels sorry for what she did and thinks she was just out of her mind. And then she requested a psychiatric evaluation. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, good luck with that. It was very planned out. That's not going to go in your favor. You've been researching this. You're an organized killer. You did it sloppily, but you you were in your right mind enough to do that much. A prosecution official stated, quote, Young Yu Young seemingly sought an outlet for the deep-seated anger accumulated throughout her troubled upbringing, strained family relationships, educational and employment failures. It is believed that her psychopathic tendencies influenced the commission of the crime. Mm-hmm. That's just, these stories were not uplifting at all. In, at all. 
Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> I do have an update. Oh, remember Otter841? Have you seen this? No. Okay, so she has an Instagram. Otter841. Do I need to look this up? Okay, well, I know it's not her, the otter, but it's full of memes and stuff about her and her adventures. It's freaking hilarious. Laura C. DM'd our Instagram, and I reached out to the account. It's called at the surfing otter, and I told her I'm a big fan, <laughs> and I told her about our wacky episode and that she should listen to it. But the memes are so freaking funny about this otter. Oh, my lord. I'm like, Justice, there's bumper stickers for sale in uh-uh. that, that. Yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head what they say. That's so funny. It is hilarious. And this otter has... Oh, the sea otter. Yes, the sea otter, the one that's biting surfboards. And they, yeah. The otter has an Instagram. Someone made this for her. I'm following. She's got a lot of followers now. What is it called? The surfing otter. The surfing otter. And there's so many memes. She has a ton of followers already. Oh my gosh. She's racking them up, but they're hilarious. She's 3,000 followers. She's more followers than we do. Oh my gosh, there's merch. There's merch. Somebody had, there's a sticker, being an otter is not a crime. <laughs> it's amazing. I'm ordering some of this shit. It's hilarious. Oh my gosh. I, I can't even, but anything wacky with you. Um, I got another dog, but I think I yeah, talked about that talked on the about thing. that. My dog that jumped through a window is okay. Oh, He's good. God. His wrists are cured. And Alex, by the way, sent me pictures today and said he had a dog that did the same thing. And all four of its wrists were cut up. <gasps> oh, I'm like, what no. is up with these dogs jumping through windows? Well, let me tell you, I had a Doberman grown up, um, Dusty. God rest her soul. Literally had her from the time I was two until I was 16. Like, I grew up with her. Mm-hmm. She was like a sis- another sister. Anyways, she jumped over her pen once because she had a wow. big pen in the yeah. backyard. And she would, you know, we'd put her out there. Mm-hmm. She didn't stay out there. She was inside dog. When she, yeah. we would put her in there. Anyways, she jumped over it and didn't get quite over it. Mm-hmm. And it caught her oh. skin. and literally almost disemboweled her we got home from school and work and like my parents would pick us up from school or after school on the way home for you know from work and we pulled up and she was just laying in the yard and we were like what in the world is she doing out of her pen why is she just and we're calling her and she won't get up and we got over there it looked like someone had took something and skint her side. Did she survive? She did. Holy crap. Because I was like in fourth grade when this happened. I was like Max's age. Oh I mean, gosh. she had to spend some time at the vet yeah. and Ugh. stay in the hospital a while. That but was a vet bill. She made a full recovery and had a pretty gnarly scar, but Ugh. I don't know what's up with dogs. Y'all they're stop. They, they're capable of anything. They really are. They're like the worst. They're the bad kids. They're <laughs> naughty. They're <laughs> perpetual toddlers that are more, literally, have more power. Literally. It's scary. But we love them so much, and I never thought I'd say that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Join us next week for more tales of wacky crimes and criminals to help you get through your week. Bye. Bye.